This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Success Street, the podcast that brings you the information you need to safeguard and optimize your payment acceptance process. This has never been more important as cyber breaches are on the rise along with the need for touch-free and online credit card processing. Join your host, nationally recognized credit card acceptance and e-commerce expert, Jennifer D'Angelo, as she explores the latest trends in essential business operating solutions through conversations with industry leaders, reviews of emerging technologies, and discussions of innovative tools and techniques. She will provide the business resources you require to expertly manage change. Now, here's your host, Jennifer D'Angelo. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Success Street. I'm Janelle McCauley, the Director of Member Experience at eWomen Network. I'm so excited to be interviewing the host of Success Street, nationally recognized credit card and e-commerce expert, Jennifer D'Angelo. E-commerce has become such an important part of many businesses today, and for good reason. In our time together, I want to talk with Jennifer about the ins and outs of e-commerce and credit card processing. I know that Jennifer has a lot of great insights and tips to share with us, so I'm excited to get started. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'd love to start our conversation giving our, uh, the audience a little bit about you. So could you share how long you've been in business and how you started and maybe shifted over time with everything going on? Certainly. Happy to uh, share today. Uh, so um, how I got started was being entrepreneurial, actually. My father's an entrepreneur, and I was in nursing home administration. I loved helping people, and I did that for a number of years. And then I transitioned into having my own company when I had my daughter, so I could be home more often. And being the creative sort, um, that led me to growing my business in different directions. And I found with the retail store, it just didn't, as a single mom uh, later on in life, it just didn't work for me. So it's like, you know, one of the blessings that when one door closes, another opens. And, you know, sometimes you just have to, you know, just pause and, you, you know, your life is going to be something and you're not going to be sure what it is and have a little faith that it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. And what happened for me is that the fellow that was offering me business solutions asked me when I was closing my um, retail store that I had when I was working in that business as I was raising my daughter as a single mother was to come join him and, and, um, and I, I, as I say, I knew not what I was doing, but I wasn't going to go back into nursing home administration, get me certified in another street, uh, state. So I decided that I needed to, you know, pick up this opportunity and make it work. And um, necessity is the mother of invention. Um, my father had said that I was, you know, and um, it proved that true that I could be good um, entrepreneurial and in sales. Mm -hmm. So I kind of combined the two um, and I knew that I wanted, um, I had in the back of my mind, you know how things gel? You know, 
you, you know that when things aren't right and you hear these little voices along the way. Your friend says you probably shouldn't be in, you know, business for yourself where you're only good as your last gig, right? Or your last thing that you sell or you do entrepreneurially. And so with what I do now in the payment uh, solutions world is I actually am like in partners with the company so I get a residual and that it, it so for that little piece of information it was like ah this is maybe where I should be I should be in sales where I'm actually I have like a book of business I feel like ownership of my um, uh, the businesses that I want to serve and I'm dedicated to them loyal to their success mm -hmm. if you will so uh, this was a great fit for me because I never really wanted to sell <laughs> and I never really wanted to work in corporate America but here I am you know I came in the back door um, as I say not you knowing not what I was exactly doing but with the right intention to serving others so yeah. oh, mm -hmm. go ahead go ahead yeah so I, it just came um, forth for me um, as just kind of a, like a, it was like a grace that it came together at a kind of a darker time in my life where it really could have gone one way or another. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I could have started studying and working and at the bottom of Ghent and, it, you know, not being quite satisfied with nursing home administration and that kind of health care in a, a death some you know, where um, I would have loved serving the elderly again um, in the employees, but it wasn't quite a fit. Mm -hmm. You know, it, so you said a couple things that I, I really want to just really reinforce for the listeners, because oftentimes when we're going through business and we're doing what we're doing, we get different opportunities. And I think it's important to look at all those opportunities when they come along, you know, because things usually pop up that you didn't even think about. They weren't even on your radar. And I think it's important to look at those and say, how do they fit? How do they align? And that's where having a vision and really knowing where you are and what you want to do really fits because then you can say it's a fit or it's not. And, you know, I love the fact that, you know, you knew it was time to, to make that shift. And sometimes you just have to trust that the right thing is is going to to pop up and you're really going to find those ideal clients so tell me in your business and in what you do can what really differentiates you from the competition or the people that might do something similar to what you're doing correct you know i i love that question i say correct because I, I really like thinking out of the box for my clients and finding them the best solutions. But what, what I often find is that people don't go to school for what I do. And so you get on the job, a lot of on the job training. And I've gotten superb training through the years um, with the company I work for. And not many people understand about how the industry works and um, for instance, one of the pieces, um, the biggest parts of one of the products and services that I sell is merchant services. And most people don't understand the deep, dark um, 
you know, uh, as they say, secrets of like, how does interchange rates work? How to get the best rate, you know, how to um, figure out um, how to get on the best uh, platform and uh, do the best payment card acceptance and that kind of thing. But not getting too ahead of the question, um, I, I found that a lot of the reasons that um, uh, the revolve around I differentiate in my passion to serving others. Mm -hmm. And that drives newcomers, that drives excellence, that drives um, desire to find out more for them and treat them as a whole integrated uh, business partner on making sure that they're satisfied, they get the answers promptly, and they I pay attention to their bottom line. Mm -hmm which is what they really want to know from me. How do you save money? Because I'm working in the money field mm -hmm. and there is no get, you know, guesswork in bank card processing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you really have to understand what it is that you're doing. Um, and mm -hmm. so, so what are some, what are a couple of the questions people should be asking when they're, they're looking at e-commerce and thinking about, you know, taking, you know, the credit card processing, because I, I believe that it's, this is an area that people know they need it, but they don't know what they don't know. And I think it's important for people to understand what are some of the questions they should be asking when they're making a decision? Because you want to make sure that they're asking those right things and they're informed when they're making a decision because it can have a big impact on their bottom line. Right. That's such a good question. For one thing, I just want to not get ahead of myself again. But I have the best 10 tips for selecting a merchant services provider that is free of charge. That I, If you just go to successstreet.net, I'm happy to you know, email that, mail it, however you need it. I'll get that to you as a business owner. And um, so I think that they need to explore all the options and get... Um, some really good questions for the processor that they're perhaps working with. If they have a partner already, um, being sure that they're always on, uh, like you would with any other vendor, or even at home, you, you need to keep asking questions. How can I do this better, smarter, faster? You know, you've, but when, it, when you drill down to merchant services, you may want to think, okay, how can I, um, time is money. How can I make my business more efficient by having customers perhaps pay online and have it go into my um, point of sale system or pay online and to my shopping cart and buy something or go online and pay an invoice, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, you know, those are online. How could I do repeat or recurring payment card processing and billing? You know, these are questions. I, so I believe in efficiencies and really a um, thorough effectiveness. Um, and a lot of these things should be um, almost freely given by your selected payment processor. Um, you may also want to always have redundancy, right, in any good business. And um, Janelle, I know you work for one of the best, um, the leading um female own um, professional network marketing, e-women network, and um, organization with 
um, stars and you, you just understand the importance of making sure everything is very easy and simple for the users, for the, um, the customer. So if they want to pay by mobile, they pay mobile if that's where your customers are. If they are in front, if you're, they're in front of you during this COVID time, you may want to have something touch-free contactless with near-field communication, right? So you wave, you do a um, Google Pay or Apple Pay with your phone, you know, and it um, and it can take a card that way or chip reader or Velcro the machine down so they can you know, put it in the machine or something. Mm -hmm. But you've got to be where your customers are, make everything simple and safe. Mm -hmm. For the company owner, your employees, and the customers all mm -hmm. around. Yeah, and I think simple um, is really important because so many things are complicated, and I think the easier you make it, the better the results, the happier people are when they use it. So, can yeah. you maybe for, for our listeners, just so that they understand what actually is included in merchant services? Because there's some terms that are kind of thrown around. And when you're in the industry, you absolutely get it. But for people that don't, they just hear these things that it almost sounds like a, a scary place. So how can you just, just briefly just share what some of those things are so that they know, understand how the pieces fit together? Right, right, right. So um, this is not a high-level conversation by any means, but we, some of us know that credit cards are issued by banks, right? And they're the issues of a credit card. And payment in the payment card processing world, you've got the acquirer. So you might have a bank that does credit card processing commonly and uh, Sometimes they use First Day or World Pay, and then you have um, Heartland, you have Tethys, you have Payment Gateway. So then you have acquirers that do the processing. So you have the issuers, and then you have the customers that come in with their credit cards. It's the bank's issue, right? And so as a processor, those are acquired. So you have um, the, um, you know, and this takes a little more of a conversation, and I'm happy to have a deeper conversation with each and every listener as it's applicable to their business too. But um, basically, you know, you've got your card brands, Visa, MasterCard, Discover, American Express, and uh, so forth. And um, basically, um, they, those um, card brand associations have their fees called dues and assessments. And you have your bank card fees, um, that are issued by, they get the majority, like not, you know, 85% of the charge is the bank or that um, the credit cards that are issued have an attached weight to it. If it's a debit card, it would be a lot lower. Mm -hmm. If it's a high-end purchasing card for, um, let's say, eWomen Networking um, or um, some other um, organization, basically um, that credit card um, that may be issued would have a higher rate attached to it. Uh, you never know. So um, you're going to just take the cards and most, uh, you can't really control that. That's an uncontrollable. Um, I think so many people want like they used to say, what's your rate? What's your rate? Long time ago, there used to be just like five different rates, six different rates. Now there's like, every, you know, industry, there might be like 90 rates. And then you've got your card present, not present. 
Um, and uh, you've also got um, whether or not you put how you process and mm-hmm. on what you, you know. It gets a it gets a little more com you know conversational at you know on different levels. So it's it's not always cut and dry. I know that these aggregate companies they call you know the uh, maybe uh, Square, PayPal, two point nine and thirty cents or whatever. You know you've got those kind of companies mm-hmm. and they might be fine. For a, a small barbershop, a nail shop, just dabbling in credit card, or a startup that's just going to take a card here or there, mm-hmm. and that might be fine. Um, but when a business needs more information, they're growing or they're already grown. Um, they're grown up. They know what they're doing, and they need a checkup. They need somebody with a professional deep dive analysis um, to drill down and do almost like a forensic on each card type, making mm-hmm. sure that they can see how they're processing um, through and how they're, even their team is processing the cards. They're putting in applicable information. Um, but on an easier note, they could just simply um, swipe the cards or do mobile and get a flat rate too mm-hmm. um, with most processors. So it's uh, not one size fits all. Well, and you know, you talked about, and that's where someone like yourself, who's an expert, can really add a tremendous value because you talked about that forensic deep dive. Because yeah. I know that it makes a difference whether you've got small dollar amounts, large dollar amounts, the frequency, the you know, and then there's there's chargebacks. There's a lot of different things that go into it, and I think when people get have someone that can help walk them through that process. They can really better understand it and they can then get the best rate for where they are. And I would imagine um, that people need to reevaluate that from time to time too, because things can change in your business. What's good when you're starting may not be good when you're growing. So how often would should people be reevaluating or looking at what they're doing? Great question. I think when you're seeing, I mean, I work with some companies that see tremendous growth in two months and they outgrow how they're accepting cards straight away. Other companies are, are fairly, like they don't have a bell curve like that, right? They, they may just go incrementally up until maybe after a year. Um, you know, when in doubt, find out, right? You know, just I'll do a free analysis anytime. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no charge for it. Um, the company pays me. Um, so it's almost like a free service and you can't go wrong. Um, it's always good to get options and I believe in planning for growth. So getting a checkup on your fees, it all varies on your trajectory of growth, your business plan, um, how you're growing or retracting, mm-hmm. um, and where you want to take your business. If you want to take your business online, you may want to do that straight away mm-hmm. uh, and not wait. Um, so if you if you uh, if you find a change in that your processor is being rather despondent in serving you, um, often you know I've been in the industry so long now, over a decade. Um, I'm not going anywhere, but a lot of times business owners don't have a dedicated professional anymore to work with and they just can't get the answers they need and they don't even know what they don't even know anymore Mm -hmm. so you know make the time it's part of your income stream 
or not. <laughs> you know, so you 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 want to keep um, checking that. Like any other vendor, like I check my uh, internet, my phone bill, my I check my electrical, um, all my business bills. I check on a regular basis, and it really doesn't take much time. Mm-hmm. A quick phone call can be a very short conversation. It can, mm-hmm. or it can or it can be as long as you want it to be and is um, in depth. Well, and I love the fact that you do those, um, and there's no cost to the entrepreneur about the um, for the that analysis. And as Sandra Yancey always says, you know, do the things that only you can do. And I think there are so many people that are trying to do everything and put it together. And what they're doing in many cases, they end up overpaying or not having the best service to provide to their clients because they don't know what they don't know. We can't be experts in all field. And that's where it really is important to utilize someone like yourself who's got that deep knowledge. Because when you're coming to, to invest to, you know, to your money, even a small savings in a percent over you know, a large amount or over multiple transactions can really add up and put more in your pocket if you're you know, using the right resources. Yes, it's, it's a multiplier effect. So you, know, you can be reinvesting in your company, reinvesting in more marketing mm-hmm. and more services through your professional network groups and so forth. If you save money on your business and spend it wisely somewhere else for growth. Okay, so there's an opportunity in business school. I've got a couple, you know, those um, uh, business degrees. And so, you know, if you learn that there's opportunity lost, you know, cost um, and and so forth and and gain. So you really need to um, see it as an investment in your business as well to take the time to learn and tap those that do something better. That's why I work with um, eWomen Network is because they're the professional organization that's going to get me the next level. I need coaches for things. I need to continue to learn and apply myself. And, it, you know, I if I don't know what I don't even know, then I've gotten trying to get out of my way and just try to ask the questions anyway mm-hmm. um, because I'm just a phone call away, an email away. I even get text messages all the time. What about this or that? So I'll meet you where you are. If you're on Facebook Messenger, that's where we're going to communicate. If you're on Instagram, if you want to tweet, if you want to, I mean, LinkedIn, I love all these platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um I'm really easy to reach. So even if you have like a small or simple question, I'm happy to help you answer those questions at any time so that you can help. I can help you continue to be successful um, on the street or in the cloud or wherever you are. Make that business grow for yourself and take it to new or different levels and, and different markets, especially in this fast-changing world that we're living in, I'll tell you, I'm really, I wouldn't even be right here right now talking to you, unfortunately. I feel so sad saying that. But, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be in front of the audience and have these ideas if, if it hadn't been for COVID. I'm leaning in. And Sandra has really got me to think about how to, um, to, to well, to think that I'm supported, to know that I'm supported so I can take those next steps. And it only sometimes it only takes the next step. 
and then the next step. So it's a building block. So today, a business owner could make a simple call or, you know, they could uh, reach out to me by email or whatever, or, or even try to find out. See, we don't, I don't bury the fact. Everything's transparent, full disclosure. But with some companies, you have to go online and you have to search for finding out what you're paying. That's another really annoying thing that I hear all the time. Mm -hmm. They don't send me anything. They don't mail it. They don't email it. I, you know, snail, mail, you know, anything. Um, so, you know what? You may just have to call the company and try to find out what it is that you're, you know, how you can improve. And then if you want to learn more, just give me a holler, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I hope that answered your question. I know no, I added a little bit more. It, no, it does. So um, one final question for you. What, what do you think is the biggest aha or thing that people learn when they have a conversation with you uh, that they didn't know? Mm, I think that... Um, they're talking to somebody that is, I feel very authentic mm -hmm. and I feel very honest and loyal to them that I'm working for them more than I'm working for the whole company that I work for. And I really shouldn't say that publicly, but it's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a public platform, I realize. However, um, I think that that gives me the true success street edge. And that is that they feel that I have their back. They need to have somebody for working for them, not just the company. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to go to a financial advisor or anybody else, you really, and maybe that's a good example or poor example, but it's an example. You want to, whoever's working for you, you want to make the, and I feel that about even the network, that they're really there for you so you they you can feel supported mm -hmm. get all your answers because you're not going to know how to ask all the questions perhaps maybe you will hopefully you will but if you don't you know i've got the tips for you to ask mm -hmm. whoever you want at your processor or about your payroll or about um, gift marketing or email marketing or lending Mm -hmm. I've got all these questions you can ask different people to help your company grow and continue to prosper and thrive. But uh, so I hope that answers the question. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's been an amazing conversation. I've learned some things and I'd love to have you share with our audience. How can they get in touch with you? And can you remind them of that, um, that 10 questions that you said that they can can reach out and get the name of that and how they can best um, get that from you. Yes, absolutely. So they are the top 10 tips for selecting a um, credit card processor or merchant services. Mm -hmm. So whether you're looking into e-commerce or mobile commerce or point of sale system, and I can also provide you tips for selecting a payroll or HR service provider or um, email marketing, whatever, you know, other business uh, solutions, questions. But it's, it's a top 10 list. Just, you could simply email me at jennifer at dangelosolutions.com. Jennifer, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R, dangelosolutions, D-A-N-G-E-L-O.com, or simply text me. 860-918-1495.
Perfect. And I'm excited to see how many people reach out and get that and learn more. So I always love to finish our conversations and ask you to give the listeners one piece of advice that can help them as they're building and growing their business. Ah, trust your intuition. If you, if you think you need more growth and you're getting out of your current provider, reach out. Don't do without. Um, ask questions. And a lot of us are just a phone call away. Um, you can call me. You can go to successstreet.net um, and learn more. And I think that's basically it. Trust your intuition. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a great conversation. Thank you so much. I know. Appreciate you. Oh, thank you. And I'm going to invite all of the listeners to check out successstreet.net and see how Jennifer can help you create success in your business on the journey. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Success Street. Each week, Success Street brings you the latest trends in essential business operating solutions, including conversations with industry leaders, reviews of emerging technologies, and discussions of innovative tools and techniques. If you'd like to hear other episodes of Success Street, go to ewnpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most of the other major podcast sites. You can go to www.successstreet.net to learn more and receive special offers. So until next time, we're pleased to offer you this vital information and hope you join us again on Success Street. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.